0: Welcome to the Baker Tilly US Podcast, an online community developed to connect you to our partners and leaders across the globe. Subscribe today to continue discovering new and unique ways that Baker Tilly can help enhance or protect your value as we discuss timely, relevant, and impactful topics. We recognize that the coronavirus is impacting state and local governments, schools, and utilities across the country. The COVID-19 crisis has challenged our world in ways we have never before experienced. In this podcast series, Communities, we will speak with Baker Tilly public sector leaders about practical guidance to help governmental entities navigate through reopening, recovering, and resetting so they can thrive in a post pandemic environment. Hello,
1: and welcome to our public sector podcast, Communities. I'm Kate Crowley, your host today. A little about me I'm a principal with Baker Tilly Municipal Advisors and Baker Tilly Capital, specializing in economic development and development finance. I work with both public and private sector entities to structure capital stacks for public-private partnerships in Wisconsin and across the country. I'm here virtually today with a few of my colleagues from Baker Tilly's economic development practice. Jolena Presti, Dan Canelli, and Brad Elmer are on the podcast today, and we're going to talk about the current economic development trends for Wisconsin governments and share some of the tools municipalities have available to support development projects. Now let's introduce our speakers.
2: Hi, I'm Jelena Presti, managing director on the economic development team within Baker Tilly Municipal Advisors. I joined Baker Tilly in 2019 after 15 years at Vandewalle & Associates, where I was principal leading the Milwaukee office. I also work with both public and private sector entities. I specialize in economic development strategy, planning and long-term project implementation. One area of focus is guiding complex projects through to completion by leveraging funding opportunities across public and private programs. Over the past 20 years, I have worked with more than 60 municipalities, economic development organizations, and private sector clients to develop and advance economic development strategies, community revitalization plans, and implementation tools. Throughout this time, I have developed and implemented funding strategies for projects to achieve over $20 million in state, federal, and private grant funding, which also leverage additional private sector and tax credit investments to move development of critical catalytic projects forward to completion.
3: Hi, I'm Dan Kennelly. I'm a director on the economic development team within Baker Tilly Municipal Advisors. Some of my specialties within the firm are doing economic development strategic planning, uh, assisting with development finance, conducting economic impact studies, tax increment financing, also known as TIF, uh, cost benefit analysis and project management. I've been with the firm for a few months. Prior to joining Baker Tilly, I spent about seven years with the city of Madison, Wisconsin, first as economic development specialist, and then as the manager of the city's Office of Business Resources. Uh, well, at the city, I oversaw a team and a variety of programs that provided direct support to businesses in town. And I was the project management uh, project manager on a variety of long-term economic development initiatives including uh, leading the creation of the city's economic development plan so i have a a mix of experience with day-to-day economic development work as well as high-level economic development strategy Uh, before the city i was a consultant at vanderwall and associates working with jolina and prior to that i was a consultant with era uh, slash aecom economics And in those positions, I worked with municipalities, companies, real estate developers, economic development organizations, and other clients on economic development strategies, TIF plans, business improvement districts, grant writing, market studies, and economic impact analysis. So in addition to my seven years with the city of Madison, I've worked across Wisconsin on economic development projects for about 15 years.
4: Hi, my name is Brad Elmer. I'm a managing managing director with Baker Tilly in our Madison Wisconsin office. I work with clients on both economic development projects and bond financing. I've worked in these areas for the past 20 years. Uh, My passion in economic uh, development is really on the financial side of things. Done a lot of work with TIF, tax credits, pace bond financing, Uh, In the municipal bond market, I've worked on over $5 billion worth of transactions. So my goal with all this is really to bring knowledge and expertise related to the financing tools that are available to communities so that they can use them most effectively to meet their economic development goals.
1: Thank you, Jolena, Brad, and Dan. I'm excited to have this time to talk with you about economic development today. We all work together continuously on client engagements and our day-to-day projects, but it's nice to have a more casual forum to catch up and share some important insights uh, with our listeners. It's evident by your introductions, the vast experience this group has with supporting economic development projects across Wisconsin and the country. I'm really enthusiastic about how we're now all working together at, at Baker Tilly, and hopefully our clients feel the same way. Who wants to volunteer to kick things off with my first question? Can we talk about the evolution of economic development in Wisconsin? And where does economic development stand today, given the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic?
3: Thanks, Kate. I'll kick it off with the first uh, answer. So I think in 2020, we saw Wisconsin's economic development community really mobilize to help their businesses weather the storm of the pandemic. And one silver lining from that is I think we've seen economic development stakeholders in the state, including WEDC, the regional economic development organizations, counties, chambers, municipalities, all coordinating efforts and sharing information and resources like never before. So we should all be thankful and proud of the way uh, Wisconsin's economic development community has responded. And hopefully some of that collaboration and working together will continue. So now as we look into 2021 and beyond, hopefully we'll see the immediate public health crisis begin to fade. And then economic development is really going to need to become a top priority for local governments as they look to stabilize and recover. As we see the uh, shift from crisis response to long-term recovery and resilience, will be important for municipalities to really have a, a game plan to move forward. So then as we look beyond the immediate issue of the pandemic and the recovery, Wisconsin's economy is continuing to undergo a more long-term systematic change that is affecting economic development across the state. Uh, we have a aging workforce in the state. We've been experiencing net out migration for about the last decade. Manufacturing in Wisconsin continues to be strong, but we've gone from about a 30 percent manufacturing employment base in 1970 to now about 14 percent. And our manufacturing sector is really shifting from large scale production to more precision manufacturing. And we've also seen the growth of entirely new sectors of the economy over the last few years. So the practice of economic development in Wisconsin needs to respond to these changes. We need economic development to be more nimble. We need to be more globally connected. We need to be more technology enabled, and we need to be more willing to look at different tools and different strategies as we seek to grow the economy of Wisconsin communities and the statewide economy. We're fortunate in Wisconsin to have a very tight knit and collaborative economic development community to address and manage pandemic recovery Uh, But we need to be continue to be working together to do that.
4: Thanks, Dan. I agree. We've seen an amazing response from the economic development community in Wisconsin. COVID-19 has been a challenge for everyone, but it's also served as a catalyst for economic developers to take stock of their economic development strategies. We're finding with our clients that they're not only asking themselves the short-term questions of how do we help our struggling businesses and our citizens, but also how can we be more strategic with the tools that we have? How do we get the most out of our TIP districts? How do we leverage our new market tax credits, eligible areas, and opportunity zones? So it's been a really great time to engage with communities and help them chart a course out of this economic downturn.
1: Great. That's that's great background. And and now that we we have that background, can we talk about some of the current project opportunities or maybe some recent projects um, that we've worked on to add value to communities in Wisconsin?
4: You know, one recent project that I'd like to highlight is in the city of Lacrosse, where we recently completed a $35 million bond financing for the renovation of the Lacrosse Center. So, the Lacrosse Center is a multi-purpose arena and convention center in downtown Lacrosse. And this renovation project, uh, which we help finance, is anticipated to have an annual economic impact of about $6 million a year, with some of the biggest beneficiaries being the hotels, restaurants. And downtown businesses that were hit hardest by COVID. In addition to those direct economic benefits, the project will also uh, improve the quality of life for residents and visitors in Lacrosse. So it was a great project, one that's going to help bring Lacrosse successfully through the pandemic. And while not every community is going to be in a position to invest forty million dollars in its downtown, every community does have the opportunity to take a fresh look at their economic development strategy the resources that they have available, and think about new ways of doing things, and taking actions that'll get results.
1: Uh, That's a great project and and some great insights. Thank you, Brad. Uh, But of course, with any development project comes risks and challenges. What are some of the challenges and risks that economic development professionals need to be cognizant of during project planning, implementation, and financing? Are these challenges experienced countrywide or are any of them specific to Wisconsin?
2: Great question, Kate. I think while Wisconsin has unique experiences related to economic opportunity and the ways in which we can advance economic development here under the programs that exist, the challenges and risks professionals need to consider are pretty consistent across the board, countrywide. Perhaps the greatest risk to advancing economic development is failure to develop a proactive approach in strategy and project planning in the first place. The process of economic development strategic planning itself helps guide the economic growth and development of communities and regions. So taking a comprehensive approach to economic development strategy really starts with a wide lens analysis of place-based assets and opportunities, followed by development of a strategic framework under which targeted projects and strategies can be identified. From there, it's critical to finalize the process with a solid implementation strategy, which would include prioritization, partnership identification, and an understanding of the level of lift. For example, cost, time, staff power, what it would take across the board for all of the targeted projects and strategies to advance. And then from there, I'd say in implementation and financing, professionals should be cognizant to avoid putting all of their eggs into one basket, so to speak. As the COVID-19 pandemic and resulting economic downturn have shown in more ways than we could have been prepared for, it is extremely critical to take a look at how the economic drivers, industries, all these facets of our regions and communities are balanced. We need to look at how we can diversify economies moving forward and how to make more out of our economic assets, some of which probably have been overlooked or sidelined previously.
1: Thanks, Jolena. One of the many services we provide to our clients is assistance with financing tools and incentive strategies. What are some of these tools um, that are available to Wisconsin governments and how are these tools used to move economic development projects forward?
3: So I'll, I'll start off by outlining some of the economic development tools in the toolbox but when we think about leveraging economic development tools it's important to not just consider what tools you have but to think about how to align tools with strategy and layer your resources to get the job done so some of the tools wisconsin communities have are first and foremost tax increment financing or TIF. Most Wisconsin communities have tax increment districts known as TIDs, and most cities are pretty successfully using TIF for economic development. With the current economic situation, we're advising our clients to take a fresh look at their TIF program, evaluate how you're using TIF, and make sure you're maximizing it to achieve your goals. We find a lot of communities are tactically successful with their TIF programs, but they're not always being as strategic as they, as they could be. Most communities really think about TIF on a project-by-project project basis rather than as a community-wide economic development tool. So at Baker Tilly, we've put together a process where we can evaluate a community's TIF program and provide some analysis and recommendations to ensure you're maximizing the benefits that TIF can bring to your community in terms of achieving your economic development objectives. Looking beyond TIF, there's a lot of other tools and resources communities can, can bring to economic development. TIFF is a valuable tool, but TIF deals are complicated transactions, and TIFF really works best for large-scale projects. Right now, given the pandemic, communities need more access to tools that are fast, flexible, and more downward scalable to help smaller businesses and projects that need support. So things like establishing a business improvement district can be useful in certain communities. Um, revolving loan programs, facade improvement grants are examples of financial tools that can be more focused on small to mid-sized businesses. Some cities have been working on micro grant programs and micro financing programs using things like the Kiva platform to help provide relatively small amounts of capital to businesses that really need help. So those are some things that local governments can do at the local level. It's also important important to think about state and federal tools at the state level. uh, The Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation has some great programs that cities should plug into. We've been successful with communities um, using grants like the Community Development Investment Program and the Idle SITES grant. So, you know, be talking to your your state-level WEDC representatives and be thinking about how those resources can be brought into economic development. There's also federal tools. Baker-Killey has a long record of success in bringing New Markets tax credit investments to Wisconsin. Wisconsin also has about 120 opportunity zones. So any Wisconsin community that has designated opportunity zones, or census tracts that are New Markets Tax Credit eligible to really have a strategy for how they're going to leverage these, these tools. In addition, there are federal grant programs to watch. Uh, we've been writing several successful Economic Development Administration grants recently. There's also brownfield funds. Um, and as we look to the transition in Washington and future stimulus, Uh, potentially it'll be important for communities to be watching what happens uh, in Washington and be ready to take advantage of new programs that might emerge. Again, the idea uh, for economic development tools is to not think of them on an individual basis, but to really look at layering and leveraging. Use your tools as a package and try to match your local dollars with outside funding to get the biggest bang for your buck.
1: Thanks, Dan. I I echo everything that you just said. The most effective way for municipalities to use economic development tools is to layer and leverage any and all funding available. And of course, our team can help ensure communities are using these tools both strategically and sustainably. These days, social impact investing is the hot trend, and rightfully so. What should our listeners know about social impact investing and how it can enhance communities?
2: Yes, impact investing is definitely something to watch and it's something I'm really excited about. What it refers to is investments made into communities, organizations or projects with the intention to generate a measurable beneficial social impact. Impact investing has grown tremendously in recent years in large part because investors aren't being asked to accept subpar returns. So I've been working on a couple of projects this year that are led by social impact investment goals. I'll kind of give an overview of each of these. Uh, The first project is an economic development strategic plan in West Philadelphia focused on revitalizing a commercial corridor. The plan will target strategies to increase local community ownership in property and businesses. This effort already includes social impact investing through leveraging of opportunity zones and new market tax credits in the toolbox, but seeks to serve as a model for communities to include diverse property and business owners in the corridor revitalization. The approach the client and advisory committee are taking with this effort in West Philadelphia will result in a commercial corridor that has businesses and property owners directly connected to the community. And in part, the social impact will be growth of local entrepreneurship and local wealth. So that's a really fun project, and Dan and I actually are working on that one together. Uh, The second project I'll mention is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The project is focused on approximately a $200 million renovation of an existing sports complex with complementary health and education related adjacent uses. This project will incorporate a nexus between health, economic and community development to create a destination for community health and wellness, sports, recreation and entertainment. The project seeks to have a major impact on health and wellness discrepancies that are often faced by disenfranchised populations So the project is in close proximity to major Baton Rouge destinations, and this population in the area is more likely to live in poverty, Uh, they experience greater education and health disparities, and they lack access to preventative health services. So this effort, this development is seeking to sort of correct or um, level the playing field in these areas. Um, As a sort of P3 type project, they are bringing together state and local entities, health and university systems, and private and public funders. The collaboration will advance economic development as they each bring their goals and strategies for impact investing to the table. So they're both under development, but they're projects that we'll keep working on, and hopefully next time we have this podcast, we can report further. Thanks,
1: Jolina, Dan, and Brad for taking the time to join today's podcast and share your experience and insights about economic development in Wisconsin. Since we are all based in Wisconsin, we talked a fair amount about this geography today. However, our economic development team is much larger than that. And you did hear a few examples um, that Jolena just gave. Our, our broader team includes professionals in Indiana, Minnesota, Texas, Virginia, and beyond. Our team has experience supporting communities and their economic development goals really across the nation. Please feel free to contact anyone on today's podcast to discuss your projects and the specific considerations and opportunities for your city or
0: state. And thank you for tuning into this podcast. Thank you for joining us today. To receive notification when new episodes become available, please subscribe to Baker Tilly U.S. wherever you get your podcasts.